Everybody say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Have you ever had that situation in your life where you had to say to somebody, wait a minute. Amen. Have you ever heard somebody say that it's inevitable? Yeah. Ronnie, it's inevitable. You're not going to amount to nothing. It's inevitable. You're not going to have this. It's inevitable. You're never going to see the, the fruit of your labor. It's inevitable. You getting the point now? So the Lord dealt with me on that thing of being inevitable, but then wait just a minute. You see, when you say it's inevitable, that means that it is impossible to avoid. Except when the Holy Spirit steps in and says, wait a minute. The Holy Spirit steps right in and says, come on, put a caboose on this. I've got another plan. In other words, hold on there. Hold on there. Faith puts a detour around your ine- that, that which is inevitable. You're sick. Doctor says it's inevitable. You're going to die. Faith steps in and says you shall live. All of a sudden you have a crisis in your business. And you start losing market share. And you start feeling the pinch. You've got to know that God stilled God and all that and can bring it back around to you. And he can say hold on to the inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. That word in God is meaningless when faith steps in. When faith steps in, that which cannot be avoided can be avoided. That which is in your way, there's a detour because the Holy Spirit, Ronnie, will put it right there. Pastor Kenny, God will always do that. The crazy thing is, because we don't listen to God, we go around the mountain over and over and over again for 40 years. Something that we should be able to do in two weeks, we wait 40 years because we will not listen. There's one thing you can say about O. Allen. You can say, well, he's this or that. But one thing you've got to know is when God speaks to me, I listen. I'm going to err on the side of it was God that spoke to me. What do you mean? If I hear it and I I feel in my heart it's God, I'm going to move that in that direction. You say, well, what if it's not God? Then God's big enough, Jason, to turn me around. Because he's done that before for you and for me. How many people can say God's turned you around before? He stopped you. A detour. So mark this down in reference to faith. Faith is the only currency in the kingdom of God. Just like you've got money, you've got checks, you've got credit cards. The only currency that God sees is faith. It's faith. And here's the deal. In faith, you have to pay up front before you get the answer. You have to pay cash up front. What do you mean by that? You have to invest yourself in faith. Faith must be exhibited before there's a manifestation. You don't get the manifestation and then say, I have faith. Don't let somebody else build it for you and then say, I have faith. No, no. Faith is saying, I don't care what's happened in your situation. I'm going to do this because God has said and he will bring it to pass. But the one thing we're dealing with is faith. Say it. And say, wait a minute. I think I'm falling. I think I'm failing. Wait a minute. I don't think I can make it. Wait a minute. Well, Bishop, you're left all alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. Matter of fact, next week at 930 service, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to serve communion and have a, have a lesson for you. And we're going to move in great power. So faith is the only currency that moves God. Have faith in God. And let me just say this about what you say. Words are so important in this faith walk or the process of faith. 
What you speak is the fuel that propels you into your destiny. Words are powerful. We're going to get into this as we go through these messages. Words, you say they're just simple. It doesn't mean anything. They mean everything. Because the Bible clearly states that every idle word, he takes into account every idle word. There's nothing you've said that he doesn't know about. So to receive the things that we want or need from God, and I don't know about you, if I've ever needed anything right now, I need a word from God. I can live if I've got that word. To receive those things from God, you have to believe it first before you see it. You have to believe it first before you see it. If you see it, it's not faith. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, 1, now faith. We'll get into more of this and break it down. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. When is it? When? Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You may not have seen it, but it's already there. What do you mean? One translation of Hebrews 11.1 says it this way, that faith is the title deed. Faith is the title deed. What do you mean? In other words, faith has the same value as the thing you're hoping for, the thing that you desire. I've got the title deed. Even before I see it, Ronnie, I've got the title deed. Randy, I've got it here in my hand. If I've got the title deed to 100 acres, it doesn't matter if I see that 100 acres. I can actually do business based on something I've never seen. Why? Why? Why, Tom? i got the title deed. You may say you're not married, but when your wife shows you that diploma you got, you have graduated, son, when you get married. I'm going to leave that right there. So you've got the title deed. You have the title deed to everything God said you could have, David. If God said you can have it, you've got the title deed to it. It belongs to you. Say it belongs to me. So if you have faith, it is of equal value to what you desire. But faith is always now. Faith is always something that is required up front if you're going to get an answer. Here's something we're going to have to deal with. Mark eleven twenty four. We started this a couple weeks ago. Therefore I say to you what things soever you desire when you pray. Believe that you shall receive them. That you receive them. What them? What them? Things. Read it. What things soever you desire when you pray. Believe that you shall receive them. Things. Things. And you shall have them. And if you pray the word of God, it will strengthen your faith. You start praying the word of God, it starts to strengthen your faith. But I want to show you the opposite of what you can do with your words and your prayer life. Because a lot of people are are not even praying in faith. Here's the way they pray. The world tells you this is the way you pray. Your friends say this is the way you pray. The enemy says this is the way you pray. And how do they do it? They get down and start to pray the problem. Pray the problem, pray the problem, pray the problem, pray the problem. And faith never increases praying the problem. Matter of fact, it will decrease your faith. The more you pray the problem, the less faith you're going to have in that situation. Because you're going to pray yourself out of victory. You're going to talk yourself out of it. 
I think it was Crystal talked about Kate wanting to get her ears pierced. Boy, she wanted them pierced because I talked to her several weeks ago. And boy, she was, she was, them ears are going to be pierced. Yes, sir. Until she saw the needles. Same way I feel about Doc when I go see him. My, my doctor's right here. And you know what? I'm okay until I see certain things. Matter of fact, he's gotten to where he don't even show them to me anymore. He hides them in his coat. Well, I could tell you some stories about that man. He's torture. No, I'm. <laughs> but everything's gone whole until you see certain things. And then you lose your faith. That's not faith. Faith holds on no matter what. Ronnie just holds on. Mike, I'm going to live. I'm not going to die. Someone said, you're through, Bishop. You're finished. <laughs> you ain't never seen the last of me yet. Uh uh-uh. uh. Trust me. God has a plan. And if we'll follow it, we'll be victorious. We'll be champions. So if you're going to pray the problem, get ready. You're going to get more of it. How many want more, more, want, want more of your problem? So here's what I'm saying to you in faith you never pray the problem. If you're going to operate in this thing called faith, you're going to have to believe some things that you cannot see. And the best way to get an image of those things you cannot see is by saying that in words where you can hear it and see it in your mind's eye. You have to see it. You have to take hold of it in your own thought process. What did the Bible say? Uh, As a man thinks in his heart, so he is. That's what it said. That shows you the power of thought. The power of the word of God involved in our thinking. It is such an amazing thing. Amazing thing. When you speak words of faith, you speak the words of promise. You speak the words of God and they never die. They never die. I want you to remember this. 2 Peter 1.3. I don't know if I read this several weeks ago. But 2 Peter 1, 3, according as his divine power hath given us some things. What? I I misquoted that. Put up 2 Peter 1, 3, King James Version. According as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Now, notice what it is. It pertains, divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. Life and to godliness. Through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. This is the law of faith at work. Knowing that what God has said will come to pass just this way. But in order for it to work, you have to define it. That's why we're having these sessions the way we are. I want you to define these things and understand these things and be able to walk in these things so that when you're faced with a, a faith need, you can face it. What do we need then? Let me give you this thought before I close this. We need a, the, this kind of faith, a faith that is not changing or varying. It can't change. You can't 
see it this way one day and this way the next way and then the next way and next way. Uh, okay, this day I'm going to be, God, I know you're, you're giving me faith to be a school teacher. This, oh, now I'm going to have faith to be a surgeon. And now I'm going to have faith to be a librarian. Uh, and you see what I'm talking about? Somewhere you're going to have to lock in and say, I have got faith because God has said. When God said it, now I can have faith in it. So I have to have that uniform and, in, and that faith that <clears throat> does not vary. It's a faith that has to be steadfast in mind, purpose, and be resolute. It has to be. When other people say to you, you're failing, say, oh, no, no. No, no, no. I got you faked out. I saw a little thing on, on television. How many people like to watch those reels on Facebook and on Instagram? And here they are, these, this team is going to win the game. And they're going to kick a point, and they kick the ball, okay, to win the game. And the defender comes in and blocks it. But when he blocks it, he bops it up. And they're all cheering on the sidelines, and everybody's running. But what they forgot was that ball was still live. And the guy that was on the other team grabbed it, and guess what he did? Made a touchdown. So what are you trying to say, Bishop? It's not over till it's over. It's not over till it's over. And my faith, I'm not a giant in faith. My daddy was a giant in faith. I'm just, I'm still a fledgling at my young age of 38. Yeah. You know, God bless me. She thinks I've got Alzheimer's now because I don't know how old I am. Oh, I know how old he is. He's not 38. He's, but I am dyslexic. I'm 37. We need what I call, get ready, because I'm, I'm putting the caboose on this one. What we need is real faith. And I want to go to a church that teaches real faith. I want to hear the ministry of real faith. I want to see a group of people that, where the enemy says it cannot happen, and they say, watch this. People that are creative, people that have an ability. Yes, I've done a lot of things. I have. I mean, good Lord. We've had the big bands. We've had the 150 voice choirs. We've, we've reached 120 nations. But I don't think of that as anything compared to where God's taken us now. I'm, I'm telling you. And I'm just excited about the people that are going to take it and go forward. And actually, son, the statement... We've been making, creating a dream to awaken the world is who you are. It's part of your blood. That's why you're going to do what you're going to do. And you will awaken that generation. You'll awaken those faces that I see. You will awaken those faces. And you can do it. Matter of fact, I'm banking on it. I'm investing in it because I believe it's going to come to pass. Amen. I want to say this in closing. For some, their faith is only as good as the circumstance. In other words, the circumstance dictates their faith. Now, Jason, that can't be. Your faith has to dictate the circumstance. So, Bishop, are you saying that you believe all things are possible? 
Absolutely. I believe that all things are possible to them that believe.